Hey guys, Footy Focus Podcast, episode three. We are recording on 30th of March, Tuesday. Joined by my co-host, Shahan. How are you going? Yeah, good. Good to be here. So, uh, not well and truly into the season. A yeah. couple of rounds in. Clubs trying to find their feet still, and others yeah, being had, impressive. Had the first COVID setback of the season too. Yeah, this time impacting Brisbane more than other teams, but I think uh, yeah, a few interstate clubs getting impacted. Yeah. So what what do you reckon? Another compromised season? Yeah, I mean, I mean the Lions Collingwood game's been moved from the Gabbit to I think it's Marvel at this stage, but so that fixture fixture will swap in the last round. So that's not so much of a problem. They're already scheduled to play, I think, in Ballarat versus the Dogs next week. So they'll just stay in, in yeah. Melbourne, which makes sense. I mean, they got the biggest advantage last season. Yeah. So I mean, we're happy happy there's a season anyway, so I yeah. guess it's the new normal. Oh, exactly. <clears throat> Hopefully no more uh, interruptions anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we might kick it off with some uh, news from the new rules that are implemented yeah. in the just the VFL. So Hardwick and even David Noble were a bit critical about this. It's the reset at throw-ins. Yeah. So I think this is the one where you got to have three players and the opposition inside the arcs. Yeah. And one in the goal square. Yeah. So yeah, more of a timing thing. I think quarters are just getting dragged out way too long. Yeah, had a half took seventy minutes. Mm. Um, which is yeah. That's probably like ten, twelve minutes longer than a normal half. Yeah. On yeah. average. Yeah. Um. And this is causing problems as in transitioning players from the VFL to the AFL, like yeah. game plan and everything. Yeah. Yeah, Dimmer said it's pretty hard to pick players from the VFL just because of that, because the games are too yeah. different. And he said common sense, sense will prevail. So it sounds like the coaches have taken this up with the AFL and uh, yeah. maybe the backflip on the rule. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can you see the AFL backflipping? Uh, yeah, I mean, they brought that concussion sub or medical sub in. Last minute, I think they probably will tinker with this rule if enough coaches speak up because it is the VFL. It's not the AFL. They're not going to make too many changes to the league in season, but yeah, I think they might tinker with this rule a tad. Yeah, again, it's just an artificial look again. So not not the biggest fan, even though it it would sort of decongest the field. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, non-AFL, so Dangerfield played uh, the State League practice match and that got a bit of attention. Um, obviously, Zach Williams did too in his one-match ban um, as well. So what do you think about that rule and that loophole that exists? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, probably not. Is it, is it, was it a VFL practice match? Yes. Yeah, Can they play VFL actual matches? No, it's a VFL and for all the other all the other state leagues, you're allowed. Sorry, you're not allowed to play, but because it's a state league practice match, it yeah, falls okay. outside of those of those okay. rules. So um, yeah, I guess it's if, it, if it's a practice match, I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't mind it. I'm okay with it. If it was for VFL points, then I would say no. Yeah, yeah okay. just because it's too much of an advantage to the VFL team. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, yeah, AFL's admitted that. Blitzar's holding the ball should have been holding the ball. Um, and yeah, it's, I think it's probably good that they do that. I like the accountability. The NBA I'll do that with the two-minute report. Anything within the last two minutes that's wrong, they say it's wrong post-match. Right, okay. Uh, so this is a rare thing. Yeah, <laughs> they've yeah done, I know. They that's normally come out and admit this. Um, sometimes, even if it is wrong, they find a way to like twist it justify, and yeah. justify it 
say the umpire was correct, but yeah. happy they um, yeah came out and admitted. But yeah, it was just a terrible decision, right? Yeah, I was watching it live, and yeah, wasn't uh, it was pretty obvious call. And they did the same with the Butler bump bump slash tackle on Ward last week. They said that was wrong as well. So hopefully that's a trend. Um, I think they said the umpire is gonna not get not get dropped, which you can't do for one mistake. But yeah, but like if the if last week's one where um, Butler was it he who bumped Cornelia uh, Ward bumped bumped Ward, Ward, but they classified it as a tackle. Yeah, so if that yeah. was holding the ball, then this is clearly yeah. If the umpires watch any footy at all yeah. during the week, this umpire should have paid this if that yeah. was okay. So it is frustrating for you know fans, but. Um, can't help it. It's one of those things. Yeah. We'll uh, move on to AFLW. So North actually doing uh, fairly well in the. Oh, I wouldn't say league. well. They just scraped through <laughs> into finals. So I uh, got over the line against Fremantle. I think Frio were in, yeah in the top two or something. So uh, by one point, it came down to the wire though. A Frio player had the chance to win the game with about thirty seconds left or so, uh, but her kick just went right. I think so. She was in tears after the game, which is um. Yeah, pretty sad, devastating for her. Um, but they're still in the finals. I think Frio take yeah. on uh, Demons, yeah. uh, and the winner of that takes on the Crows, who have a week off. Yeah. And the Lions also have a week off, and they okay. play the winner of Pies and North. So it's top six, and then yeah, one and two get the week off. Yeah, better Straight system through, yeah. rather than the conference system they had yeah. a couple of years ago. This is much more fair. Uh, favorites, probably the Crows. They're just yeah, I think they got. Form. They got the premiership credentials, don't they? And so Aaron Phillips, a bit like Dusty, right? She's the goat of the yeah. of that league. We'll see how yeah, the Bruce goes. So maybe Jasmine Garner and uh, yeah, Kearney, I think her name is. And McKenna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. can stand up and deliver some silverware. And uh, I guess the biggest talking point uh, so far is the Sam Reed two-week suspension for knocking out five. What did you think of, of that decision? Because it was... Um, the difference to the danger three weeks was it was classified as high impact, not severe impact. That was the difference. Did you think that two weeks was fair? Uh, no, it was a bit unfair. Like if you look at if you take out the grading and yep. look at the Incident. individual incidents, yeah, danger he like ch- lined him up and chose to bump yep. him. Yeah, Whereas could have tackled. Reed, yeah, yeah. Reed was sort of he had his eyes on the ball. I'm pretty sure, and he was would have contested the ball and. Fife almost just ran into him. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there was body contact and Fife's head did yeah, hit him hit him in the shoulder, right? Yeah, so. hit him in the shoulder, hit on the way, hit on the on the ground as well. The ground part's not Reed's fault, but obviously shoulder yeah. to the head is. To me, this is more of like an incidental contact in a contact game. Okay. Um, so, I know that you had to protect the head, but would that have meant... Reed would have had to take his eyes off the ball and look at Fife, who was running into him. So, yeah. who there could be anyone running into him. So. so, I think Reed was definitely trying to defend himself because he could feel Reed Fife coming at him. But I think, for me, I think just because it was off the ball, like Fife wasn't impacting that particular off contest. Off the ball, but wasn't the ball coming towards them? I don't think Fife was going to impact that particular contest. He might have affected the next contest if there was a handball or something. But, but... wait, you, the ball was kicked to a pack, yeah. Yeah. So it couldn't. Could the ball have come off the pack and yeah, gone over? T- and then, then they would have been in the contest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, stuff like that. I think you have to consider it. I don't, I don't know why they're not... So do you think he should have got weeks or nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Probably okay. nothing, yeah. I think it's just an unfortunate 
thing. Whereas what we were talking about last week, yeah. going for a mark and leading with the knee and hitting yeah. someone on the head, yeah. I find that more dangerous and something okay. you can work on. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. Um, whereas this is a little bit, um, yeah. So I guess the, to do with the consequence too. So if I've got knocked out, subbed out of the game, he's obviously not playing this week because of the 12-day concussion. Um, yeah, but what if what if this happens again and someone runs into someone else yeah. and they don't get knocked out? It was just well, a, that's what I'm saying. I think it's based on the consequence. Because if I wasn't knocked yeah. out, if I just went down yeah. and he collected him in the shoulder, mm. there'd be nothing, right? He wouldn't do even got reported. I thought we were slowly changing that consequence to action yeah. last halfway through last year to this yeah. year. Um, yeah, maybe not. I think it's still yeah a bit of work to do with that. It is a hard thing to. Um, Assess, yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, he's got two weeks. I don't think they're charging oh, that they're one. They're not challenging, they're not okay. charged. I don't think anyway. The last time I heard, yeah, it hasn't been anything. Uh, should Chris Scott be shank- sanctioned uh, for confronting Lions players? Yeah, I think he does. He's got form. Um, don't think he should be suspended. I think a suspended sentence probably should warrant, and the next time he does it, gets a fine potentially. Um, yeah, he's criticised Razor Ray at halftime in the final against Port last year. There was an incident where he's um, confronted Hamish Hartlett. Seems a lot against Port, but um, I think he said Neil started it. So if Neil's kind of started, I think Neil should get the same sentence. But yeah, just not look not a great look from the coach. I think he's had some verbals with Fagan after that as well. Um, and I thought his post match comments aged pretty poorly as well. Like he said, Rowan pretty much did nothing wrong, and he's got two weeks, and Cats haven't challenged it so. Um, don't think he was proved right about that particular incident too. Yeah, I think sometimes the Scott boys they they wear their heart on their sleeve and yeah, yeah they can Coach say stuff. One, yeah. yeah, say stuff that they might regret or um, they're emotional at the time. So yeah. Yeah, this is one of those things. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it's not a good look, and yeah. AFL should do what they can to yeah not let it happen. Yeah, I think suspended one would do the trick anyway. Let's move on to some game reviews. Yeah, we'll kick off with Port Adelaide's uh, win, big win again against uh, what Bournemouth. Essendon, like injury ravaged towards the end. Yeah, only one player on the bench, I think. Um, Draper, Shield, and Corwell all got injured during the during the game. Yeah, long term, sort of medium to long term as well. So, um, so what what did Port learn from uh, the Kangaroos game? Yeah, slow start. So. Um, yeah, to Roo's credit, they came with the pressure early last week and probably started off with a bit more intensity. So that was, I think there was a emphasis during the week and yeah, five goals, one to nil, yeah, killed the contest pretty early. I think at that stage, it was 40, 40 more disposals, eight more inside 50s and six um, more clearances. So from then on, um, it was pretty, not even, but yeah, the game was over after about 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, George Yardis came in. Was he injured last week against the Kangaroos? Uh, George just wasn't injured. So Marshall was ahead of him. Yeah, it was Marshall. Yeah, picked ahead of him and was a late withdrawal. Um, as well, and yeah, George Yardis took advantage, kicked four goals straight, eight and plus eight marks. So, who do you prefer, him or Marshall? Yeah, it's a good question. I normally preferred Marshall, but I think George Yardis gets the nod this week. I don't think you can drop him after that performance. And the criticism with Marshall, he's just doesn't uh, have not enough touches, but just isn't involved for a long period of the game. Um, his strength is more his knock-ons and his mm. you know, tackles and all that. But I think George is definitely a more 
a more focal point. So different, I think, different players, yeah. Georgi yeah, yeah. he's the more of your contested mark yeah. type, yeah. Yeah, fires for his mark. Marshall's probably your lead up sort of link half forward type, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if Marshall can't get a game, you reckon he'll get targeted by rivals? Yeah, potentially. I think he re-signed for a couple of years, but, I mean, that hasn't stopped anyone mm. leaving. But it's a question. I think if, if he doesn't get a look back in the team, then, um, yeah, potentially. Because you've got Laddams, who's, yeah, looks is a long-term yeah. favourite. Mm-hmm. And I like coaches. that setup between uh, yeah, Dixon, your resting ruck, yeah. and Marshall or Georgiades. Yeah. So that could be the point of difference which stretches the better team's yeah. defence. Yeah, 100%. Lanham's plays a bit like a, a small as well. Like He had a crumbing goal on the weekend, so mm-hmm. he's a bit uh, bit different to most Ruckman. Um, mm-hmm. Dan Houston's he's yeah, elite inside forward kickings. Um, yeah, I think he was labelled the best in the comp. Might not be at that stage yet, but he had three goal assists from half-back and game-high 657 metres gained. Kick a good goal as well? Yeah, one, one step close yeah. to 50, yeah. yeah. So he's... Kicking's pretty elite, and I think you'll stay at halfback, um, contrary to what I wanted the last one or two years, but that's mm-hmm. okay. And yeah, Butters, career high 36 and 8. Clearances plus game high 6. Tackles, I think he's the permanent mid now, and I think he's the one that's preferred to Rockcliffe. Um, Rockcliffe's been the medical sub two games in a row. And Wine sort of is becoming the forgotten mid, I reckon. Yeah. After he- Bokes are rejuvenated. Form. Yeah, he seems to have late 20s or early 30s every match now, wine, which is great consistency. But yeah, he does fly under the radar a bit. And his spreads definitely improved from the contest. Like he used to just be this inside bull. But mm-hmm. yeah, the modern game dictates you got to spread. Um, I think the only thing here is, yeah, the change from last year is just we've up goals from transition defense. We were more of a forward half team last season. Um, 10 of 17 goals last week were from the back half and eight of 11 first half goals um, as well. So definitely changed with the times anyway. Okay, and for the Bombers, did anyone stand out? Yeah, Ridley, yeah, probably the most impressive, second most metres gains on the ground. He was the best. Um, Shield, six of their 14 centre clearances before he went down. And Hooker and Tipper both kicked three each from limited chances. Apart from that, not much, not much positives. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so do you reckon Port, they're a better side than they were last year from the limited sample size? Yeah, I think we are, but yeah, we've got Richmond, uh, got West, Coast West Coast and Richmond the next two weeks. So, so we'll, that'll tell a lot. Like, yeah. like As it is now, you probably have played the... Adelaide um, twice. Ruse and... Oh, yeah, yeah. the bottom Don. four sides. So, um, yeah, time will tell. But a good start. Oh, you're on top, yeah? Yeah, you're on top. Yeah, top again. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter until you're top after the grand final. So yeah. we learnt that last season. So, uh, yeah, Ruse were defeated by the Gold Coast Suns Saturday night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, dewy conditions. Perfect conditions for AFL up there. Dewey, good joke there. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a joke. It was actually, oh, yeah. Coach, yeah, but um, terrible, terrible conditions. Uh, got belted, but, um, yeah, I, I still thought some of the kids showed a bit. Um, inside 50s we did okay so we're still averaging about 50, 50 51 inside yeah. 50 so that's the 13th um, highest I suppose so we're last on the ladder but we're still getting a decent amount of inside 50s yeah. Um, but yeah just not converting so I think we're the lowest with um, marked inside 50 yeah we're last for that so yeah and that comes down to I think forward structure and 
skills kicking it in. So a yeah. bit of both. So so it just tells me we're linking up and we're sort of fifth for rebound fifty. So uh, yeah, the, yeah, the ball is in that defensive half a lot, and but we're able to win it back and transition. But it breaks down with that kicking side because we can't find someone or the forwards in the lead. Uh, so that's yeah, what's killing us and and the turnover yeah, um, getting blown out there. But um, yeah, Davis Juniak and um, Stevenson, they were a little bit down from last week. Simkin and Anderson, who came back for his first game, yeah, yeah. they were the main midfielders and possession winners. Yeah, so probably the next step for LDU potentially just to get a bit more consistent. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think he's played 30 games. So you look at Chera, Brayshaw, I think they're starting to yeah. get that t- 30 possession uh, weekly. Yeah, so. And, uh, how about some positives for the Roos? I think uh, Young and Aiden Bonner were pretty sound in defence. Uh, especially Young. I thought he intercepted Martin. Yeah, was showed some attacking flair as well with his yeah. kicks. And um, Good uh, recruit as well. I know there's been a lot of talk that you let go. Um, 10 plus players, but Young was a good pickup, wasn't he, from the dogs? Yeah, and he's not that. Um, he's young, yeah. <laughs> but he's not, uh, 21, 22. Yeah, so fits in well. Yeah, had a couple of preseasons. Same with Bonner, so he's had, been around for a little while now. So um, good closing speed. I thought he played pretty well on Rankin. Rankin got a few late goals, but yeah. otherwise, yeah, did a good job. And um, yeah, he's had a good start to the year so far. Just his kicking can be a little bit iffy coming out, so yeah. I think he can tidy that up, but his aggression and speed uh, was good. How about the uh, young midfielders? Yeah, so Lazaro got his first full game uh, coming on as a sub last week. Uh, had 17 touches as well, so it was pretty lively, pretty quick, uh, clean with the ball, and he seems very, very busy. Like a, it was almost like Butters, actually, like yeah. that busy sort of midfielder. Yeah, he gets a good run out now, don't you? As in plays in the in the in the best twenty one, best twenty two. Sorry, from now on. Yeah, I mean we have a couple of players coming back. Um, like Cunnington returns this week, so. Yeah. But um, yeah, but yeah, you'd think he'd be. If he's not playing mid, maybe he can rest forward because yeah. I know he can play a bit there. Uh, and Powell as well. So he had seven, sixteen touches, and he kicked a good snap goal. So, again, yeah, showing his elite vision and hands. So just got to pump games into those guys. And happy with Marnie, Scott, and Mackay as well. I think they did some good things. And um, having yeah, the most the senior call back, we'll talk about them a little bit later, but yeah. that'll help as well. And uh, how about the uh, the Niggies? I know your favourite uh, Yeah, the player. whipping boy now. So, <laughs> yeah, McMillan's gone. So, Atley's probably number one whipping boy. And he, yeah, for a 200-plus game, I think he overtakes Wayne Carey in, a, in like next year or something yeah. soon. But... Yeah, at 40 metres out near the boundary line, on his sort of um, opposite side, he should have just gone down the line with his right or left. Yeah. But he goes for like a little dinky right foot check side, which gets intercepted in like 10 metres away yeah. and turnover goal. So, yeah, that's the one that was highlighted, wasn't it? In yeah, just media. unacceptable. I think if we didn't have such a long injury list, he would be out of the side because... Dermot Verriton, they appointed it out, and it's just you can't have senior players doing that when you have the youngest team in the comp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pollack and Tyson, they could do a bit more as well. I think um, they're now the seniors, players that need to like show the way forward. And uh, yeah, if they don't, and if guys like Scott and Marnie keep outperforming you like 100 gamers, then yeah. I think the VFL beckons. 
Yeah, so I think what you're talking about before, like efficiency inside 50, Polex should be the best in the club at that. That's mm-hmm. his one. Uh, one wood. One wood, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Mm. Speaking yeah. of, uh, yeah, the, the players to come in, had the uh, VFL team do. Yeah, quickly touch on that. So we still lost, but had a good game against Casey. So only went down by eight points. And Garner got through the game. I saw uh, Will Walker in the highlights. And Cherry, I think he kicked three goals. So yeah. hopefully he can come in, help Larky out, who's like struggling, but it's ex- expected, I suppose. Yeah, he's playing one, not one out, but he mm. doesn't have much support experience up for it anyway. Yeah. And, uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about Logan McDonald and how did uh, Will Phillips do? Yeah, it's a bit annoying with the Logan McDonald talk. Did you see what um, I think Kane Corns tweeted? <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so... It, it is very early. Um, like you're comparing I mean, Apple. he has no accountability. Like, yeah. whatever happens, it could, Phillips can turn out to be a Brownlow medalist, whatever. Mm. But and, but no one's going to go back to Kane Corns and say, you were wrong. And uh, that's just really annoying. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Sam Walsh. So Sam Walsh got criticised after year one, thinking Rosie, Bailey, Smith are he much did, better. He did that, yeah. Yeah, but he's, Sam Walsh is caught up now. Like, you'd say yeah. there's not much difference. You'd be happy yeah. with all three of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... Apples and oranges, Phillips didn't play at all last season because of COVID. Logan McDonald played a full year mm-hmm. in Waffle, so you can't judge it on one year. Yeah. Maybe two or three, and yeah. then you can yeah. judge. And, and I guess key position players are a little bit more harder to find and more yeah. desirable, I suppose. Um, and we could have used one for sure, but um, yeah, I think there's faith in Combin and Jerry to stand up, and who knows, we might draft a, a better key position forward this year. Yeah, I mean, the other thing with McDonald, you'd think that... Frio and West Coast would yeah, come charging at both clubs probably need forwards with Kennedy and um, a bit of a home factor, Yeah, and Frio maybe. need a key forward. So Potential. that might be the other mm. factor too. Yeah, but Will Phillips, he had a good game, I thought. Um, got a there was a highlights package and he yeah, looked good in the contest. He was clean with the greasy footy and apparently ran out the game well. Um, just good vision, like he, whether it's a handballing or kicks, he just it takes his time. I guess the highlights were the ones where he did good in, but maybe they didn't put up his turnovers. But yeah, yeah what I what the good stuff is very good. He was hitting up leading forwards, so that's what we need. Do you think he comes in uh, soon enough, or maybe a few more weeks? Yeah, soon. I mean, yeah, a few more weeks. <laughs> How you asked that seemed like both answers were like <laughs> both options were the same. So. Yeah, soon enough, which will be in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. no, that's good. I think the patience is good. You've seen that with Jamara. They're not playing Jamara round one, so I think that might yeah, do him well in the long term anyway. Yeah, just a weird year, as we keep saying with the big kids. Um, like You can see with, with the um, rising star, Braden Campbell won it, yeah. and uh, him and Goulden, they both have played last year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we might move on to the previews. Uh, maybe we'll do your one yeah, first since I've talked a bit. So Saturday night game at Optus Oval. So um, this is a good game last year, wasn't it? I think you guys got the win. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was. Yeah, it was at. Uh, it have been Optus. Dirty Olympic. ball. Yeah. Was it round one. Yeah. Dirty ball. T- yeah, that was uh, 2019. So oh, the year after they won the flag. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that the dirty ball tactic is just not kick the ball in the air to Garvin Barras. Um, just yeah, kick the ball on the ground as much as possible and let the smalls do the work. So um won't be as easy this time. So I think Nick Knapp's yeah, centre clearance dominance is should be number one on the scouting report. So he's coming up against Lysett, who was his long-term 
understudy. So should have some inside knowledge and um, Laddam. So you'd like to think those two tag team and yeah, tire him out as much as possible. I think English, not English, uh, Steph Martin did well in the dogs match against Nick Nat, but Nick Nat still had, I think, 40 um, hit outs and 11 clearances. So um, still finds a way to dominate. Um, so Yo and Shui are still out. Can we have a look at the injury list? Yeah, I think Yo. I think Yo isn't in this week, but Shui's a chance. So um, uh-huh. yeah, he's they listed do. as a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And they have um, Jermaine Jones kicked three goals. I didn't watch the game, but um, looks like him and uh, Crips, Crisp. Yeah. Crisp. Yeah. You guys might have to put a little bit of work into them. Yeah, I think yeah, Jermaine Jones looks yeah fairly impressive. Um, he yeah, should be in the best 22 every week. I know he yeah, um, mm-hmm. had a not breakout year, but came into the team last season. But I guess your tools are versatile enough where they can play on the smalls. Yeah, I think probably looking at Burden, Hartlett, um, Houston and Darcy Byrne-Jones. Um, yeah. Because, okay, I mean, so they, they, they have one. three tours. you got yeah. Darling Kennedy and Oscar Allen. And I think Aaliyah goes to Oscar Allen. He um, got injured, didn't he? I don't know. He might be... Oscar Allen? Um... I think he got stopped out. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, him, Darling, and Kennedy, they're dangerous. And Liam Ryan does play taller than he is. Yeah, exactly. So I'd probably put Burton on like Liam Ryan. I think he's the most dangerous uh, non-key. And then, yeah, Lear on Oscar Allen, Jonas on Kennedy, um, and, yeah, Quillery on, on Darling. And, yeah, Rosie's coming back in as well. So um, should be close enough to our best 22 with, yeah, Sam Powell Pepper to come in um, in a few weeks, probably. He'll probably come back through the sample anyway mm-hmm. after his personal leave. Yeah, so Oscar Allen, he didn't get subbed out, but he had shoulder as yep. his um, injuries in the okay. match report. See what happens there. So, you confident about this? Yeah, uh, I, th- I, I still tip off because I'm just biased in that way, but uh, I think it should be a pretty close game. I don't think there'll be a, a blowout either way. Mm-hmm. I think it might just come down to the rock battle and um, yeah, midfield. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. And uh, Ruse, uh, the Good Friday matchup this week? Yeah, so we're the one of two Good Friday night games. So... What's the other one? Yeah, two is there. Yeah, see, exactly. This is annoying. Cause... Oh, yeah, Adelaide, Cro- Adelaide yeah, Suns. So, so the Ruse like, spent like 20 years sort of trying to get this game and they. AFL just put another game in. I know the other game's not the actual Good Friday one, yeah. but to have no footy on Good Fridays and now have two, I think yeah. it's a bit ridiculous. And just have one. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's gone from zero to for a long time to one, and then yeah, suddenly to two. There's not much of it. Yeah, and just give you just give us one team. We keep rotating it. So I think this is a yeah. We had Essendon last year, and they beat us by like fifty points. So I think it'll be a similar story again this year. Yeah. Um, the dogs are just looking hot, aren't they? Yeah, the talk of the, not talk of the town, but yeah, um, premiership contention, I think. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before, but I think they're still missing some key backs, but yeah, one of the hotter teams in the comp. Yeah, deep midfield led by the Bont. Um, my app didn't upload when I was like, trying to review that, see that game, and he yeah. kept saying Bont at belly 13, I mean, 17 possessions, one goal. Yeah. And the report, <laughs> the headline was like, yeah. Bont at belly, um, what inspires them to a win and I thought oh well, that must have been a good 17 possession game yeah. well he had 30 and kicked 3 yeah. so, so um, who's the uh, the matchup that you go with for, for the Roos if he plays forward I think Aiden Core might just yeah. um, be shoulder to good shoulder size, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, if he's in the midfield, probably Davies Uniac goes with him. I think he's got the pace yeah. and the size. Uh, if Tyson holds his spot, I wouldn't mind him maybe playing a tagging job. Yeah, Tyson is not tall enough, but he's one of the taller, taller mids, isn't he? Yeah, and if he's not going to get the ball and do anything offensively, you might as well try to defend. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's why it's, um, I think Ben Jacobs was turned into a tag and he was fairly offensive as a junior, so maybe that's the, the new role. Yeah, it could work. I think yeah, Tyson might be perfect for that, so we'll see. But it'll be good to have Cunnington back, so missed a couple of games, so it's, could be our most important player after Goldstein, so hopefully he can yeah, have a good run. It lessens the pressure on yeah, Simkin and LDU straight away, doesn't it? He's the probably the biggest contest to play in the comp. Yeah, and then we'll maybe see um, yeah, those guys play more outside and yeah. Stevenson as well. So um, we'll see what difference he makes to the team. And, uh, in terms of yeah, the dogs' backs, do you think uh, Josh Walker plays forward or, mm, or back? I think um, I'd like to see him play back just because... I don't think Mackay can... He's, he's had a good start to the year, Ben Mackay, but yeah. when, as the season goes on and when Taron's not there, yeah. gonna, um, he might start making more errors and yeah, yeah. sort of I don't know, lose confidence. So having Walker there might sort of help, help his development more and yeah. Core can play that third defender, small yeah. forward role, um, defending on them. And um, I just hope Sherry comes back in. I think... I have high hopes for this guy. So he showed a bit last year. So hopefully he can come in and take a contested mark and stretch that back line with Larky. Yeah, you had him in your, in your best 22. So, um, yeah, I mean, him and Larky definitely. Mm, he was just injured. Structure. I think he had a hand injury, Sherry, at the start of the year. But don't know how many VFL practice matches he's play, played now. But, yeah, yeah should be should be in the team. You mentioned Robbie Tarrant. So they um, had the kidney issue. Yeah. in the last week, so he's out listed out for ten to fourteen weeks. So it's a yeah savage boy because he's um, mm. all Australian quality, quality defender. Yeah, so him, uh, Flynn Perez is out for the season, and Combin are the indefinite trio. Trio. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the guys, Dumont, Hayden, Marnie, Luke McDonald, um, they might be in uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Curtis Taylor should return as well from concussion. So the list could reduce to as uh, few as three yeah. in the coming weeks. So That'll be good for depth. Yeah, missing Cunnington, McDonald and Tarrant, they're three of your probably top five players. And McDonald obviously beat an F winner last season. So, mm. yeah, got to come back in anyway. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So you can't tag all the mids, so you'd expect McRae and Smith um, to rack it up. But, yeah, it's just about pressuring the ball carrier, forcing them to make mistakes, and maybe going slow as well. See what F. Collingwood did um, last week at Keeping the second off. half. Yeah, maybe... Uh, this is that what they did? Because <laughs> I don't know if we can. I don't know if we're good enough to play that style. Because <laughs> dogs do love do love the ball. They do yeah. love the ball in their hands. So, um, yeah, obviously you're gonna you need the skills to execute that plan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. It'll be a good day. Good day for the coverage for the Royal Children's Hospital. So hopefully they can yeah get a good crowd. I might be going. <laughs> okay, we'll uh, see that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully a good game anyway to kick off. Um, yeah, Good Friday anyway. And, uh, yeah, so we'll get to our tips maybe. So what's the what's the score at the moment, Char? I stretched the lead. I think uh, I got two more than you again. So it's nine to thirteen. So we can we can we start afresh maybe after this <laughs> round, just depending on the results, and we'll make a closer game of it. Well, you're tipping Port, so I think you might have a chance. 
to catch up. Okay. So we'll last uh, weeks. Yeah, the round kicks off. Lions versus the Pies at Marvel. Who do you have? Um, this is a tough one because uh, it's at Marvel. Yeah, it's changed. Hasn't it? Yeah. So I, otherwise, I would have had Lions, but I think I'll still go Lions. I think um, they know they're a good team, and they wouldn't. Yeah, like what <laughs> you're about to say. Yeah. You, you don't want to go zip in three. Yeah, I don't. I think you can go zip in three and still make finals, but definitely not top four. So and that's what they aspire to be. So, yeah, lines for me. Ruse and the dogs. I've got the dogs. Uh, yeah, me too. The dogs. I think maybe by fifty points again. I think okay. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Now crows versus suns at Adelaide Oval. I have the home team. No, no I have the suns. The suns. You have <laughs> yeah. the home team. Yeah, I just got on the Crows because they're the home team. Um, Walker's in good form. Had a, yeah. kicked another bag. I think he equaled his total from last year. Yeah, definitely deserves a shout-out. I think four inside 50 holding the ball calls his way. So, he's, yeah, I think the ball's definitely set him and he's, yeah. What do you think Darcy Fogarty's at? Is he... Yeah, I'm a bit worried about Darcy because um, I thought it'd be either Walker or mm. yeah, Fogarty in the best 22. And you've got Bill Thorpe, who's a number, one, number two draft pick coming in. At some point, you would have thought. So, Fogarty's, yeah, it's a question yeah. mark at this stage. Not just Fogarty, but um, Mackesy couldn't push um, for a game. Yeah, he's yeah, number six draft. Yeah, number it? six from a couple of years ago. And then you have, um, yeah, like Ch- Chase Jones and Ned McHenry. So, the yeah. number one, the round one picks, yeah, haven't sort of come on. But yeah. a couple of the other kids have, like Will yeah. Hamill and Schoenberg. I think they've shown a lot. So, yeah, um, yeah Sam Berry as well. So, yeah, it'll be exciting. Tigers versus the Swans at the MCG. I've gone for the Swans just because I think the Tigers tend to get upset early in the season. They peak when it counts. Yeah, this is why you're behind in the tips because you go for like <laughs> um, far, like big upsets. Big upsets. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've just gone safe and with the Tigers who are yeah hot at the moment as well. Okay. Uh, Dons versus the Saints at Marvel. I've got the Saints. Yeah, me too. I think they're Don's injuries. They're going to have to rely on some debutants um, and some first-year players. Uh, so Saints, even though they've got a long injury list, do, do they have anyone coming back? When's Marshall back? Yeah, Marshall's still is listed as a test. And there's no Draper, obviously. And I think Ryder's out for um, indefinitely with that personal leave. So mm-hmm. um, might not be as big, a, big as an advantage as... Uh, normally is, but Saints probably still too good, aren't they? I think Max King's going to be too tall for Francis or whoever yeah. rounds him up. The Eagles versus Port at Optus, I've got, yeah. Port? Yeah, I've gone for Port as Ooh, well. I think a okay. um, bit of an upset, maybe. I don't know. But just that midfield depth, I think, um, without Shui and Yo, I think yeah. yeah, the Butters and Boke midfield might be too good. Yeah. Blues and Frio at Marvel, I've got the Blues. Yeah, I've gone for Frio in this, so maybe, maybe a sneaky upset, but um, no Fife makes it hard, but I, yeah. I might just stick to Frio, yeah, because Blues, I was listening to some analysis, and apparently they don't um, pressure the ball carrier yeah. enough. Yeah, and they're so, too loose off halfback too, I think Doherty, um, yeah, amongst others, yeah, too loose. Amongst Zard and Williams, who generally naturally play like a yeah, well, I think Williams is playing midfield, but yeah, Zard and um, yeah, Doc, they tend to get killed on the turnover um, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and Frio were pretty good. I watched um, a lot of the, maybe half of this game, and um, the scoreline doesn't tell you how dominant. Yeah, they, yeah, they should have won by yeah. much more. They kicked like twenty-one points 
Um, so yeah, it kicked all those. I would have won by ten plus goals. So um, yeah. So hopefully, I, I saw Cox got injured. So hopefully he's okay because they yeah. they're thin down back. Yeah, a little bit of injuries to to Pierce. Um, recently in uh, Giants versus the D's at Monica, I've got the Giants. I'm still on the bandwagon. I don't think they'll go zero and three, but yeah, must win for them if they want to yeah, play finals. Yeah, so we both had these Giants in the top eight, but yeah. uh, this is another one of your upsets. But I've gone for the D's. I thought I think uh, they started the year well. Cosy Pickett's been in the headlines. Yeah, kicked an amazing goal. Yeah, so uh, um, yeah, I think the most like Cyril since um, Cyril retired a few years ago, but. Uh, yeah, that pick 12 is definitely looking good. Mm-hmm. So He's hitting the scoreboard. He was doing similar stuff last year, but he's kicking points. Yeah, exactly. But now now I think yeah, he's getting the goals and he's getting recognised. Yeah, big game midfield, pushing the midfield a bit more than you. Mm-hmm. Definitely adds a point of difference for them. I, I guess I can see the Giants winning because they still don't have a key forward. I think McDonald is the only one. Yep, McDonald's the only uh, one. Right? Still don't have the two keys in Wiedemann or Brown. Yep. So this could be the week where maybe Davis and Sam Taylor just marshal that back line. Yeah. And um, uh, Hogan's listed as a test, so hopefully he comes in and helps um, out Himmelberg up yeah, forward. So you, you, yeah, so you might have... You might get that one right. And uh, to close out the round, Geelong versus Hawks at the G in that Easter Monday. Stable. The oh. live tip for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't tipped, so I might go first and I might tip. I might just go Geelong, just yeah. keep it safe. <laughs> yeah, I think Geelong. I don't think they'll start one and two and yeah, got a bit of form back last week. Yeah, this should be a good game. It normally is. Might be tight, maybe like Geelong by 12 points, I'd say. How many okay. points do you reckon? Just to make it interesting. Uh, 23, we'll say. Okay. Yeah. It'll be too classy in the end. Uh-huh. I think Evans kicked a couple of goals, so it was good for him in his first game. Yeah, Francis Evans, yeah. He looked good in his uh, in the first game, too. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening. See you next week.